We are so glad that you are joining us for yet another episode of Quarantine. Today, we welcome special guest number two, Grace, to discuss the taste of food. This episode is jam-packed with interesting information, so in order for you to focus on some specific details, we have yet another pre- and post-test. So grab your pen and paper, but before we do that, let's begin with one minute of headlines to update you on the world around us. One, The Hill started off this Wednesday by stating, Biden offers to call Trump to discuss national coronavirus response. Two, Chicago Tribune reported, Zoom bombing, Zoom video, Zoom video meetings get hacked amid coronavirus outbreak. Three, earlier today, NPR claimed Sanders calls on Washington to delay election as, no, Wisconsin, I said, I said Washington. Sanders calls on Wisconsin to delay election as governor calls up National Guard. World News. 1. Bloomberg informed readers that China conceals extent of virus outbreak, U.S. intelligence says. 2. NBC News published Russian plane with coronavirus medical gear lands in U.S. after Trump-Putin call. 3. Reuters Australia discussed how Italy coronavirus death rate slows, but su- studies suggest true tally higher. Business News. 1. Costco severed ties with the company that handles free samples because of the coronavirus, claimed BuzzFeed News. Sports News. 1. According to CNN International, Wimbledon canceled among, amid coronavirus pandemic. And other news. Finally, Fox News informed us that Washington man teaching his dog how to drive leads police on 100 miles per hour chase wrecks. Now, let's jump into the episode with the pretest. All right, here's the pretest. Question one, true or false? Different areas on the tongue taste different flavors. A, true. B, false. That one's you know, pretty straightforward. <laughs> two, how many taste buds do you have? A, 100. B, 1,000. C, 10,000. Or D, 100,000. A, 100. B, 1,000. C, 10,000, or D, 100,000. Question three, what's an acquired taste? A, gross foods. B, blueberries. C, foods not everyone likes. Or D, foods you have to grow a liking for. Four, what are subtasters? A, people who don't like foods. B, picky eaters. C, People with a below average number of taste buds, or D, hungry people. Again, that's A, people who don't like foods, B, picky eaters, C, people with a below average number of taste buds, or D, hungry people. Besides taste, what other sense determines what things taste like? A, smell, B, sound, C, feel. Or D, sight. A, smell. B, sound. C, feel. D, sight. Um, also, thank you, Grace, for this excellent pre-test. I believe the post-test, however, is different. So we will discuss both of the answers at the end. Let's get into the interview. Also, this is um, completely interrupting, but I just wanted to add in there 
that um, for some reason, the interviewing makes it kind of quieter than the rest of the podcast. So you might just want to turn up for the next 10 minutes and then just turn it back down. Hi, Grace. Hi. Hold on. I'm trying to turn up my volume a bit. Hello? Hi. Hey. All right. So Grace here is a very, very smart individual. Um, She's extremely talented, and I am so glad to have her on the show. She, um, for her free time, she is a very, very good singer and an actress. And we have a lot of fun together. But right now, we're quarantined. This is our solution, I guess, right? Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Grace, you have the floor. Okay. So, do you have the presentation out, or do I need to... I have it out. If you want, you can pull it up, and then we can, um, like, because okay. I'm... While you read from it. Oh, okay. I'm just going to go there really quick. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> While we do that, I will stall. So, Grace here is a very smart person, and she recently had a huge, we all had a huge research project in our reading class. Uh, I researched the psychology behind procrastination, Katie researched Strangers World War II ideas, and Grace researched the taste of food. So, we all got to research basically whatever we wanted, and just put together like a 10-ish minute presentation, and uh, they had Mm -hmm. to include pre- and post-tests, so we'll do that another time, but it's, um... Yeah, but Grace's was super cool, and she included an experiment, um, and if you yeah. at home, um, you listener, if you have any um, uh, Blue Jolly Ranchers, you can participate in our experiment. Yeah, so just- or really, like, anything that would stain your mouth blue. Yes, so, you know, lollipops, <laughs> everything, just, you know, stick it in your <laughs> mouth, <laughs> and then just, um, you know, just, like, we'll talk about it later. All right, so I have it pulled up. Go ahead. Okay, so my presentation was on the taste of food. So the first slide, it asks, it talks about how you taste food. So the basics of tasting start in your cells. More specifically, your taste cells. Those taste cells create your taste receptors, which your nerves are connected to to help you taste. There are up to 100 taste receptors on each taste bud, and buds are the carriers for the receptors, right? Mm -hmm. So a bud is something that you can see without a microscope. And a common misconception is that different parts of the tongue can taste different things. That's not true. (laughs) Uh, All areas of the tongue can taste flavors pretty equally, and the five bases that pretty much all foods fall into are sweet, sour, bitter, salty, and umami, which is just a fancy word for savory. Okay. <clears throat> now, why do people like different flavors? So, genetics determine how your taste buds grow, and that impacts how your taste receptors pick up on flavors. The taste receptors receptors pick up on flavors from whatever food molecule touches it first. Those receptors then send a signal to the nerve endings around the bud to tell the brain what the food tastes like. How strong the flavor is depends on the food and how many nerve endings are around the bud, which is caused by your genes. And then, next slide. Hold on, technical difficulties. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, acquired tastes. Acquired tastes are tastes that people don't like naturally. 
Some common examples of this are coffee, oysters, and blue cheese. There are three categories that define acquired tastes. You have bitter, smelly, and oddly textured food. Before processed foods came along, bitter tastes used to come only from poisonous plants. That's why when many people start drinking coffee, they load it up with sugar so that their taste receptors don't mind the bitterness. And then there's smelly foods. Scent accounts for almost 80% of taste. So if something doesn't smell very nice, chances are it won't taste very nice either. And that's also why food might taste a bit different when you're sick. And then there's finally odd textures. So that comes down to association. For example, someone might associate the texture of oysters with mucus, or someone might just be grossed out by a certain texture. If you can get past those things, though, you can really enjoy those foods. So, Grace, I have... And now... Oh, yeah, sorry. So, I really hate Brussels sprouts. And I always <laughs> think that the reason that I do not like them... I don't know, they're just like... They, they, I don't know, they're super chewy and they smell gross. So, would that be... Is it an acquired taste or is that just being oddly picky? Okay, so... Brussels sprouts, because they're in, like, the vegetable family, they do have kind of that bitter taste to it as well. And if you don't like the way that it smells, that also falls into smelly foods, right? And then you don't like the texture, and you associated it with, like, chewy, gummy stuff, right? Yeah. So that would explain why you don't really like it. So it would be an acquired taste. Awesome. Thank you. Keep going. Yeah. All right. And then we have the last one before I explain the experiment. So super tasters versus sub tasters. Super tasters are people who can taste flavors more strongly than others. And this is because those people have more taste buds than normal. Because of this, super tasters are more likely to not like spicy foods or bitter ones because it overwhelms their tongue. Subtasters are people who are pretty much the exact opposite. They have less taste buds and don't taste flavors as strongly. Because of this, they can handle bitter and spicy foods, as it kind of helps their tongue taste more flavors. And that brings us into the experiment. So, you were talking about that blue Jolly Rancher, right? Earlier? Yeah. So, what the color blue does... Okay, so if you eat something or, like, if you put blue food dye on your tongue, blue food dye does not stick well to taste buds. So that can really help you determine what kind of taster you are. So if you eat something blue and your tongue looks blue, that means you might have less taste buds. And if you don't really have a blue tongue after eating something blue you probably have more. And the official experiment actually has a bit more elements, which I wasn't able to, like, show in my actual presentation, but I could probably explain here. You good with that, Lauren? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so what you'll need is, like, wax paper and a hole puncher and blue food dye and water. Yeah. Okay. So you put, you take your wax paper, punch a hole in it, and this is just the official experiment. You can just eat something blue and then wash it down. 
to check that's a faster way um but you have your you have the wax paper and you punched a hole in it you're going to place it on your tongue uh on the tip of your tongue and then you're going to take your blue food dye and put a drop there um hopefully it doesn't taste weird (laughs) i mean i think it's just supposed to be water but i don't know what they put in food dye so good luck with that but you put your you put your food dye on your tongue and then you have it in just that little spot so then what you're gonna do is you are going to take the little wax paper thing off you're gonna rinse your mouth and then you're gonna like look at your tongue in the mirror. And then in that little blue circle, if you have like, okay, if you have more, if you have 30 or more taste buds there, then you qualify as a super taster. If you have between 15 and 30, you are just an average taster. Um, ends on the spectrum yeah uh but then you have below 15 which is subtaster and that is about it so yeah <laughs> wow that sounds like an exciting experiment <laughs> yeah what hello i have to try that one out yeah it's a bit of a gamble with the food dye, but I mean. <laughs> All right. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, of course. I'd love you to right. and any other time. <laughs> All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Again, thank you so much to our amazing Grace. She's clearly so knowledgeable on this topic, and I definitely learned a ton from her, so I hope you did too. So now let's take a quick break and come back with your pen and paper for the post-test. So here's the post-test. Keep in mind it is different from the pre-test. One, what flavor is umami? A, savory. B, sweet. C, bitter. Or D, salty. Two, what thing can help determine how many taste buds you have? A, Jolly Ranchers. B, the color blue, C, a super taster, or D, oysters. Again, that's A, Jolly Ranchers, B, the color blue, C, a super taster, or D, oysters. Three, what's an example of an acquired taste? A, coffee, B, oysters, C, neither of these, or D, both of these. Again, A, coffee, B, oysters, C, neither of these, or D, both of these. Question four. What does it take to be a super taster? A, being a picky eater. B, really sensitive taste buds. C, lots of taste buds. Or D, lots of sensitive taste buds. So again, that's A, being a picky eater. B, really sensitive taste buds. C, lots of taste buds. Or D, lots of sensitive taste buds. Question five, where can you gain some of your tastes from? A, your siblings. B, your dog. C, 
your parents, or D, a past life. Again, A, your siblings, B, your dog, C, your parents, or D, a past life. Question six, and this one is just for fun. What kind of taster do you think you are? A, a super taster, B, a sub taster, C, an average taster, or D, I'm not sure. So that's just, that's just for fun. That doesn't count towards anything. Keep listening to hear the results on what was right and what was wrong for both the pre and post test. So here is the pre-test answer key. For question one, the correct answer was B, false. That question was true or false, different areas on the tongue taste different flavors. Question two, how many taste buds do you have? The correct answer was C, 10,000. Question three, what's an acquired taste? The correct answer was four. Sorry, D. I don't know why I said four. D. <laughs> Foods you have to grow a liking for. Question four. What are subtasters? The correct answer was C. People with a below average number of taste buds. And lastly, question five. Besides taste, what other sense determines what things taste like? And the correct answer was A. Smell. So now, next is the post-test answers. All right, so for question one, what flavor is umami? Correct answer was A, savory. For question two, what thing can help determine how many taste buds you have? The correct answer was B, the color blue. Question three, what's an example of an acquired taste? The right answer was D, both of these, which refers to both A, coffee, and B, oysters. And question four, what does it take to be a super taster? The right answer, I believe, was D, lots of sensitive taste buds. Question five, where can you gain some of your tastes from? The correct answer was C, your parents, because it can be genetic. And for question six, that was like up to you. <laughs> Try out the experiment, let us know, email us, and I wonder what you are. Maybe you're a sub-taster, maybe you're a super-taster, maybe you're a regular taster. I personally consider myself to be a super-taster, but I also like spicy foods, so I'm not positive. I guess we'll, we'll find out if I do the experiment again. I've already done the regular one, so maybe I'll try the more in-depth one and report back to you guys on Friday. And that concludes episode five. Join us on Friday for the much-anticipated Benefits of Yoga and Meditation episode starring my mom and I. Um, so yeah, we decided we probably have to put that one on eventually, and my mom and I have been doing a 30-day yoga journey, so it'd be extra interesting to get involved and figure out why it's helping me. If you have any questions, you can send us voice messages or go to our website. Go follow us on our socials, quarren.teen.pod, yes, we did change it, on Instagram, and at Quarantine P, capital Q and P, on Twitter to get the newest information. You can also find us on Facebook by searching Quarantine. You can also subscribe to our mailing list by making an account on our website, which is linked in the description. Thank you so much for listening, and join us on Friday.
Again, and I cannot stress this enough, thank you so much to our wonderful special guest, Grace. She made my life easier and yours more entertaining. A special thanks to Anchor for sponsoring the podcast, more specifically this episode, and Wix for the amazing website creation tools. Also, thank you to our many streaming platforms, Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Music. See you next time.